Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Our very own Bill Simmons just released his 500th Bill Simmons podcast episode, featuring Bill Hader talking about HBO's new season of Barry, SNL stories, and favorite movies. And for the very first time, Bill is joined by a long-awaited special guest. He also just recorded a new Rewatchables episode on Fast Five with Shea Serrano. And after you listen to the Rewatchables, head over to the Winging It podcast, where Vince and Kent interview the Fast Five star himself, Ludacris, where they discuss his career, his new music, and Fast 9. You can find these episodes and much more Ringer content on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. Gross Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. The king of sad stop. The Silver Lake heartthrob. It's Trey Kirby. It's Nick Mundy. This is your real WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE superstar, Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. Zach Linder. Dan Black, a.k.a. the Goofaraja. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening. You're listening to this. You're listening to. You are listening to. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to the Masked Man Show. 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 Welcome to the Masked Man Show, the go-home show to WrestleMania 35, right here in Brooklyn, New York, and also New Jersey. Uh, there's nothing happening in Manhattan except for G1, which uh, we'll, we'll be going to. Um, uh, it's WrestleMania time. I'm here with Dan St. Germain. Back, baby! I like that. I like that personality. Um, we need, back we need some energy today. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm as energetic as I can get going into rest. I, f- I feel like I'm preemptively exhausted by what's about to happen to me, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be watching wrestling all weekend. I'm also, Can't wait. I'm also joined uh, for the first time in a long time in this very room by my heel producer, Jim. That's true. I, too, am here. That's the bigger story. Yeah. Anyway, Jim. Even the impact card looks fun this week. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, really, I was looking at all the cards. I'm like, I'll watch wrestling every night. I like that All Elite is like, has said definitively, we're just never going to run WrestleMania weekend, which I respect, and I understand why they're doing it. But everybody else is like, no, no, we're just going to run our biggest show of the year also on WrestleMania weekend, also in the same city. Yeah, I mean, Impact's not, it's not, not the biggest, biggest show, show of the year, but, but like, they're all running big shows. Yeah. Um, so listen, uh, we're not going to belabor this too much. All the big news of the week... Um, about WrestleMania is really just around the margin. So we're going to break down the entire card. We're going to make our picks. We're going to spend as little time possible talking about... uh, No, we're going to skip over that. Oh, okay. Um, I just need somebody to hang out with. But up top, we have to talk about the biggest wrestling news of the week was not a thing that happened inside the ring. Um, It was uh, John Oliver (laughs) talking about professional wrestling on last week, tonight, this week. Um... Listen, it's a, it's a it's a it's a story we've all heard before. All wrestling fans, especially fans who've listened to this podcast and maybe you know read anything I've ever written, um, but you know it's WrestleMania season and it's time for John Oliver to address the wrestling fans. What did you think? What did you think of his uh, his breakdown of the rest pro wrestling their WWE business model? Well, at first I got a text from a couple people, some some non wrestling fans saying, "You've got to watch this." And I watched it and, you know, because I know a lot about wrestling. I, I first saw it, I thought it was terrifically done. I mean, I knew everything that was in the piece, but 
for somebody who doesn't know, I thought it was it was it was awesome, and I thought Oliver showed a lot of respect for the business as well, which is really important. He didn't like look down on it like you know Bob Costas has done. Yeah, it's clear he really does love wrestling. So I think that was the most important thing, and he really got that across. It's, you know, and and then I had a childish reaction, which was, oh, come on. Do we have to know Santa's not real the week of Christmas? I just want to be able to enjoy wrestling. But that was just totally selfish because this is the best time to get that message out there. It's all over the New York media. The one thing that I think that was a little lacking and we're not lacking, but I wish that Oliver had done a little bit better of a job with was the call to action at the end of the show. Usually he's very good in that he's like, these are the specific thing I want you guys to do or the specific yeah. thing we're doing as a show. And he kind of like, well, why don't you guys chant? Why don't you make it happen? I really wish that he had just said, hey, on Sunday, probably not Sunday, actually, Monday, because Monday but on Monday, yeah. we're off to WrestleMania. Instead of like throwing a beach ball or chanting, you know, uh, this match sucks, chant health insurance. Um, yeah. And that's an easy and that's an easy thing for wrestlers, wrestling fans to break down. So, you know, I, I was glad I watched it. and. I, you know, as you know, we we let's go into your opinions about it. But I think that there's two two real ethical ways that WWE could could uh, could address this. That are both one of them is way more free market, and one's way more you know let's uh, let's take care of our employees. Yeah, I think that the I think that to, I mean if you want to take this sort of even handed approach or not even handed, if you want to take a both sides approach to it, and I've said this before publicly. I mean, listen. It, if you WWE has has to its great credit has become a sort of best case scenario for the potential like benevolence of free market capitalism, right? That like that a, a corporation can decide based on its own institutional morality or based on bad the potential of bad PR more likely to become a force for good in its employees lives they, not not every company left up its own devices is going to be a, a terrible sweatshop right so like it's really amazing <sighs> no let me let me yeah. finish it's really amazing that WWE on its own uh has decided to you know provide uh, um Rehab for former employees to do, you know, obviously they pay for the, for, for, you know, injuries of their, you know, injuries and rehab and stuff for their, for their, whatever happens there. Yeah. And, and they're they're, to the people who are are currently quote unquote employed, you know, they're, they, they have a pretty good setup. Um, You know, the, the wellness policy is, is out there. The, um, and, and there's, and there's any number of other things where they, I mean, they, they, they have made. I mean, even if you, yeah, I mean, there's any number of ways in which they've made this positive decisions that in theory they didn't have to make be, for, for whatever reason. And that's that's a good thing. Now, all that said, this is a moral issue that like, that, you know, the idea that you could just like skirt. I mean, it's such a it's such a small thing. It's such an old school. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of money to them. But it's such it's just one of these ways that the, the, the industry is still stuck in its old school ways. And they're not going to change unless until the fans or somebody else, you know, insists that they do. Yeah, I, I don't think. Look, I, do, I don't think that WWE is is Halliburton or Blackwater. You know, I, I'm not one of these people who I 
you know, I'm not like a far left guy who just decries everything for the sake of the internet. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, with WWE backstage, there's probably just as many people who lean on the conservative side as, as the liberal side, if not more so the conservative side. Um, so because of that, moving forward, you either actually have to have an independent contractor company in the sense that they can take other bookings um, and make money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have to provide them health insurance, but you can't get the both the best of both worlds, which is what they're doing. Um, if I understand if they have a date that conflicts with a WWE date, maybe if WWE's in first position, I understand. Yeah. But I think that, you know, that the new Japan model of, okay, well you can go wrestle at ring of honor. You can go. I think that that's really important if they're independent contractors sure. and they're not going to want that. So they're going to give them health insurance. Yeah. But so, I think it's important that they uh, that they you know give and the and people were like well then they'll fire more wrestlers and I'm like well then those wrestlers will have more opportunities to make to you know get indie bookings yeah I mean uh, y- yes I mean there's obviously a give and take with all this but like don't you know what about the 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 potential consequences of 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 shifting to an actual employment model because they are employed that's the thing I mean right it, it does it's not a difficult thought experiment to go through. When they were in in the in the territorial days of wrestling, even the early days of WWF, I mean, how many times on like the Pritchard podcast do you hear about them, you know, hiring guys away from the from the NWA or like you know guys didn't work out, so they just like went down the road and did something else? You know, I mean, there there is an there was an argument, a, a strong argument for independent cro- contractor status in the past, right? Yeah, uh, the. The, the industry and WWE in particular, the company has changed so dramatically. You know, if somebody, if, it's the if, only, it's the only. If company. Dolph Ziggler gets a, gets a, you know, Bud Light commercial, he has to run that past WWE, and they're going to say no. Yeah, I mean that's you know there's and there's a lot of opportunities that come outside. You know, there's a, there's a lot of opportunities that I know of people who've wanted to, you know, reach out to certain wrestlers for a certain project, and it's hard to get through them because. Of the company, you know? Yeah. Um, I think another humane thing for them to do, which they don't have to do, is if you are going to go to the independent contractor, I do think it would be like, all right, you're allowed to use the name we gave you. Yeah. Because I think that's an extra fuck you. Right. So, there, so there, and the, when you talk about being humane, I mean, that's the thing, right? If you're going to have, if I mean, you're, you're morally, your defense against all of this, if you're, we're going to separate the, like, legally, it is very tenuous and, and, I think, frankly, WWE did a great job with a lot of the concussion stuff from a PR standpoint, just like getting out there ahead of it, right? Just be, doing the opposite mm. of... I mean, the, the NFL was under a lot of pressure because they they knew and they know that that if they say... If they, if they tried to be good-hearted about it, then they're opening themselves up to, to lawsuits, right? Right. But WWE was just sort of like, yeah, we're just going to donate a million dollars to the Legacy Institute and we're going to act like we're, you know, and we're going to not act like we're going to get behind this 100% and whether or not, again, that's a PR thing or a moral a, a moral gesture, it, it was the right movement. I think that they're really missing the boat on this only because, like, it's, it's only going to take one lawsuit for, you know, an activist or, you know, for a judge to just break down the entire system and really do damage the company to the stock price and everything else. Yeah, that's completely true. And I mean, there's even stuff that they could have done healthcare wise. Because I was watching this documentary, 350 Days. I don't know if you've seen it. It's an Italian document. It's an Italian director. But he talks about like this. Uh, <laughs> All right, we get Bret it, Dan. Hart. You watch no, Italian no, 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 no. cinema. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not like Fellini. There's no. There's no red balloon. Um, but like there. <laughs> but there is. They break it down and like Bret Hart was talking about um, how like. WWE has this really harsh drug policy against marijuana, and then as soon as that happened, 
then, you know, prescription medication overdoses started like piling up. Um, so they, yeah. they have a history of like kind of doing things ass backwards. Um, but hopefully this is, this is something they get in front of. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's, I just think it's, it's, uh, an unnecessary burden that they, that they've managed to elide, you know, criticism on for a while. Isn't there a lawsuit already going on though? Well, there was like a Raven thing, but here, here's the real thing, right? And let's just—I just want to make one more point because we don't need to spend the entire time dogging on WWE about this because we have an awesome WrestleMania weekend coming up. But listen, they have 90-day no-compete clauses in their contracts, in their independent contractor contracts. Just imagine this executed in real life. Imagine you sign a deal with a plumber and you have in there in the fine print or even in the big print that they're not allowed to do plumbing for anybody else for 90 days. Right? That's what an independent contractor is. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And the plumber would be like, F you, I got, I'm going to go do work, right? right? But if you have a billion dollars to spend on your legal team and they're sending letters and saying, we're going to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law to this plumber, well, the plumber's fucked, right? Because he can't do work to make, to, to make any money for his family and he also can't afford to fight you in a court of law. Right. right? And PR-wise, there's no argument. Like with the steroid trial, there, there's an argument of why these guys would do steroids, right? Or HGH. It's like they're injured. They need to get back on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- as far as like there has been some, you know, you know, there are cases of roid rage, but in some ways it's been exaggerated, you know, like this is a real PR nightmare for them. Like there's no other argument they can have because they don't have the free market argument and they also uh don't have the we're taking care of the wrestlers argument. So they have to pick one lane here. Either make them re- real independent contractors or give them health benefits. Yeah. It's tough. It's only so much one little podcast can do. It'll be interesting to see if any of this makes has any bearing on Monday night. I will stay out of the political activism uh corner, but uh it was a good thing. It was good. But I think it's a, here, here's, here's, what's, here's what's really cool. It was what was really cool about it. It's clear that John Oliver and his writing team love pro wrestling. Yeah, that was that was except for all of the really cruel parts. That was a love letter to pro wrestling. It really <laughs> you know? was. It wasn't like a we got gotcha you sort of thing. It was it was it was it was directed squarely at the powers that be, and. You know, I, I'm not even either side of the my problem, like I said before, is either side of the political aisle. If you're like free market all the way, well, they're not really doing that. And if you're like, OK, they need to take care of them. They're definitely not doing that. So just pick a lane. You can't have the best of both worlds. So it's yeah. not even a. this isn't really even a political leaning take. It's just just be fair either in either direction. Yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah. Uh, that's good for now. It's WrestleMania week. It's WrestleMania week. Jim, are you excited? Can't wait. Um, it already started, but yeah, sure. Well, what? Uh, Jim flew in for WrestleMania. We're gonna do NXT. NXT on Friday. G one. You're going to G one. Yeah. I think so. When are you coming back? Sunday. Sunday afternoon. The one time I'll be he at books, the DC Draft House Friday and Saturday. Are you really? <laughs> Jim was giving me shit. He was like, "The one time you book a gig." No, I'll be. I, I can't be in New York this week. I'll be at the DC Draft House Friday the and Saturday. DC Draft House. Two shows. DC Comedy Draft House. Diego Lopez will be opening for me. It'll be a fun time. So come down if you. Uh, Is it going to be all WrestleMania related material? I don't think so, but uh, I'll, I'll put. I will definitely have a wrestling bit in there. Um, that's so funny. Well, you know, are you are you going to be staying? At any like Trump hotels or anything, anything no, exciting way down there? Uh, I'm actually not going to tell everybody where I'm <laughs> staying. I know where I'm staying. Yeah. Um, yeah, you wouldn't want all those dancing. Motel Germain. Six. 
stalkers yeah. out there. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if you've heard it, Airbnb. Uh, I want to talk about WrestleMania, but let's zoom. Let's let's zing through zing through the rest of the weekend. Uh, NXT Takeover is the first thing on Friday, right? Yep. And they're calling it NXT Takeover New well, York. Thursday's Impact at Rahway, New Jersey. God, I'm not. I, I refuse to acknowledge okay. anything that's going on in Rawway, New Jersey. <laughs> sorry, 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 city of uh, Rawway. All right. Well, um, I mean, WrestleMania is happening in New Jersey, but whatever. All right. Yeah, I refuse to acknowledge that too. Okay, <laughs> NXT Takeover New York Friday night. They've switched up. This is a PSA because I saw someone mentioning this on like Reddit, and no one knew about it. But the, but this here's your PSA for this episode. Uh, NXT is on Friday night. And if you're on the West Coast, it's Friday late afternoon. It's like four o'clock or five o'clock or whatever. So, yeah, NXT is happening on Friday night, and then Hall of Fame is Saturday, and then uh, G1 also Saturday, uh, WrestleMania Sunday, uh, Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday, and a litany of other shows mixed in. Highly recommend you if you're in town, you check out as much as you can. If you come to WrestleMania one time, you just got to do everything. Um, we're just going to cover the big hits here because we mostly only talk about WWE on the show anyway. So, NXT, um, we've got... Just just jump in, Dan, if you want to talk about anything. Shayna Baszler... Are we doing picks? Yeah, uh, sure. Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. I hope it's Bianca Belair. I haven't really been... Um... This is a focusing as much on NXT lately, so I'm gonna. Yeah, it really depends on whether I think Shane will win unless they're moving her to the main roster. Feels which, like it's time for Shane to come up, yeah, but, so but I don't. But now not, that, but if we're not, if we're not stuck with like all the call ups happen the day after WrestleMania, then then who knows? But it would be interesting if she came up for a little blow off feud with Ronda Rousey if Ronda's indeed going to take some time off or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I think I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with Shane on this one. Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle is going to be an insanely good, fun match. Yeah. Um, both I can't those, see them lose, having Riddle lose. Yeah, Dream always brings it for these big shows. Um, it's going to be fun. I, I can't imagine seeing Riddle lose, but also I can't imagine Velveteen dropping... I mean, I, I can't imagine Velveteen dropping the belt for some reason, so I'm, I'm going to go with Riddle on this, too. I, I think maybe, maybe it'll be like some sort of... Dis- not disqualification, maybe there's mm-hmm. a double count out or, or yeah. it's just a count out. I don't think Riddle needs that title. That's, that's what I'm my, saying. That's my problem. I, I, don't, I don't see it either. Um, I'm going to change my pick. I'm going with Dream. Um, I think Riddle will win, but Dream walks out with the title. War Raiders versus uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet. This is an interesting one. Only because Aleister Black and Ricochet are fully on the main roster now. Yeah, um, I get so annoyed at that NXT logo that comes up every time they appear on SmackDown and Raw. It's so strange. It's so at some point someone's got to use the gimmick where like, like if I'm on SmackDown and my enemy is on Raw and I'm like whatever you like run into somebody in a on a cross brand pay per view and you get pissed off and like I want to get my hands on Randy Orton but like I'm not allowed and you know the GMs are like sorry you're a Raw talent you can't go over there some he should some, that person should just demote themselves to NXT I think and then call and then get called back up and then they're a free agent they can go wherever they want dude I think that right after this Randy Orton AJ Styles feud the the best thing they could do is put Orton in NXT <laughs> I really do and have him just like roll through the main roster until he gets to Riddle that's really fun that's really fun. He might be the tallest man that's ever wrestled in NXT. <laughs> um, speaking of tall men wrestling in NXT, wait, do we do you pick on War Raiders versus Black and Ricochet? I 
I don't know. They I, teased on Tuesday night. They teased what if Aster Black and Ricochet have the NXT titles and the SmackDown titles. They'd be like the big, you know, the big. Champion. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with uh, Black and I'm gonna go with Black and Ricochet. But I also like I I really like both of those guys. I I think Aster Black could be like like a big time guy for them, and I think Ricochet could too. Um, I just don't as a tag team. I'm just kind of still like, what? Actually, I, I I was I did not like it when they started, and now I'm totally into it. Well, I think that they should bring up everybody as tag teams because it's at least they're getting on TV. You don't they're not they're not burdened with like doing all these promos by themselves or having to like be an established character out of nowhere. Yeah, I will say, you know, some things translate to the, from NXT to Raw better than other things, and these two guys translate. Great. I mean, Ricochet is clearly like as over as anybody in the company the moment he stepped out there on stage. Alistair Black. Well, could, I think it took him a little while. His promos are still. Oh, his promos. But when he's in the ring flipping around, oh, I, mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing better, like it. You know? Alistair Black is made for the main roster. He's going to be fine. He looks great in the ring. He always surprises you because no matter how many times you've seen Alistair Black matches, you're not expecting him to be as acrobatic as he is. Right. You and, know? I, and sometimes I don't think he needs to be as acrobatic. Totally as true. Um, you know, he could use a little mood lighting, even as much as we make fun of it when they do it for other, re- like the, you know, Kane or whoever, or, or, that he needs standing. I mean, I like that he's standing next to Ricochet. I'm a, I approve this overall. Uh, the gimmick doesn't totally translate yet. The 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 candles when he's like, being, I love the way he comes up, like he's coming out of a coffin. That's being in a tag team with Ricochet. Yeah, it doesn't match. It, it just doesn't, doesn't match. match, even though they're both terrific. No, that's true. Uh, that said, I think that the War Raiders have to win only because NXT is in a weird place and the War Raiders are going to be like the biggest. I mean, we need some like serious stability in some quarters of that of NXT. And I think the War Raiders are going to somehow have to do that. Uh, do you although, guys have a name for Ricochet and Aleister Black? Do you have one that you want to give us? NXT's Ricochet and Aleister Black. Is that just their name? Yeah, I think so. With the NXT Aleister Black and on Ricochet. No. Yeah. Blackishay? Blackishay is uh Rickister? Rickister, I like Rickister. Uh Blackishay Black like a... I think is the winner. All right, Pete Dunn versus Walter in what is probably the smart main event of the weekend. <laughs> um for the UK championship. I mean, geez, this is gonna be crazy. Walter will win. There's some rumors that Pete Dunn might get called up if he loses too. He's already got this like record breaking title run. Um, it's time for the Walter era in NXT UK to start. And you know why? It's because like I like I've enjoyed NXT UK a great deal. There's a lot of there's a lot of sameness on that show. Yeah, and, my, my co-host also. The only thing about Walter is I mentioned the name Walter, and he doesn't my co-host that uh, doesn't like wrestling on Total Eleven Mark. Uh-huh. He's like Walter. That's his name. That's did he tell best. him that it's in all caps? What I didn't. You're right. So it was on me. Uh, Walter. It's it's time for Walter. I was watching some old, like, early Walter match. What was it? Somebody posted something online. It was, like, Walter versus Ricochet in, like, 1985. Not really that long oh ago, God. but it, oh was, it was something a long time ago, and it was so silly. And all these wrestlers looked so silly way back when. I mean, we all looked silly. Um, I say this wearing sweatpants and one sweatpants. Wearing sweatpants right yeah. now? Oh, that's good. Um, so your pick's Walter, my pick's Walter. And then in the main event, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Two out of three falls. For the vacant NXT championship. Adam Cole. Bebe. Yeah. Uh, sure. I think I agree with that. And they're going to be cheering him, Mike. You know, like, 
like people used to cheer Flair and the Horsemen. Yeah. Because, I mean, Gargano's just been flipped back and forth so many times that I think uh, Adam Cole, although he may be working heel, is going to is going to be the baby face in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think that's right. I I, I agree with that. Let's uh, G1 Supercard. Um, there's some really awesome stuff. Will Ospreay versus Jeff Cobb. This is like, uh, that's going to be, I got to tell you, I love Jeff Cobb. I'm not as in on Jeff Cobb as the rest of the internet seems to be by a few, by just a few percentage points, but that mm-hmm. Will Ospreay versus Cobb is just a, a, an incredible match. Give it some time for the, t- for the TV title. It's going to be awesome. Rush versus Dalton Castle, like two of the best wrestlers who are not, uh, I mean, in the world right now. I, I mean, Dalton Castle, I'm maybe overrating in ring, uh, ring-wise, but he's so, so good. Bully Ray versus Juice Robinson in a New York street fight. You that excited, could be fun. Jim? Yeah. Bubba Ray Dudley? Yeah, my boy, ECW. I don't um, know the other guy, though. Is he good? He was Juice Robinson? Yeah, he's really good. He's, he, wrestled, he's a, he was an NXT dude who went to New Japan, and he was lousy in NXT and became awesome as sometimes people do. Uh, then, oh, God, there's this, like, triple threat for the junior heavyweight, IWGP junior heavyweight, uh, Ishimori, Dragon Lee, and Bandito. Bandito's so far. He's the star. Um, and then, oh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tanahashi for the British heavyweight championship. Jeez, there's so much stuff on this card. Naito versus Kota Ibushi. Jay Lethal versus Marty Skrull versus Matt Taven for the... the for the Ring of Honor World Championship and Okada versus Jay White in the main event. Um, damn. That's like four more matches than I realized are on the card, and they're all good. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait for Okada versus Jay White. It's going to be... White. Okada's going to win it. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so, too, but it's going to be... He's still the most over guy in that company. He is, and Jay White's not quite... Jay, Jay White's not not quite where he's going to be. This is going to be a big weekend for him, though, you know? Well, I think that the, nobody really wanted to see, you know, uh, I, I think that's the match they wanted to see, and they had to put the title. It almost feels like Jay White got the title a little bit too prematurely, and now he's going to get it taken off him. Um, yeah, it's, they're, they're in that tough situation, and listen, they... they but they needed a main event people wanted to see. That's what I'm Yeah. Say. New Japan is booked It's better than any company, just about. Uh, so I have confidence in this, but they put themselves in the weird situation where... This is a match that Okada, logically, you think Okada has to win. But Jay White, yeah, doesn't, ha, hasn't held it long enough to really, to, to you know, it, it seems like he needs to hold on to it longer. So Unless we'll they do some sort of... Shenanigans? Uh, well, shenanigans. But Jay White's basically a heel, right? Yeah. Um, which you can never really tell sometimes in New Japan because it's like people, they just love everybody. They do. Um, and they, 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 they clap politely for everybody. They clap politely for everybody. But you could do a double turn here and have... You know, Okada kind of come forth as more of the heel Ooh, champion. That would be wild. I don't think Jay White. I don't think there's any way Jay, Jay, Jay White's going to be able to work babyface. But we'll see. I mean, at least I mean not on not on Saturday. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of like that early like like when Sean first turned heel, like just that like arrogant. Oh, I think he's fantastic. Boy. I just think I just think he's going to have a hard time getting cheered against Okada on Saturday night. I mean, oh, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be really tough. Yeah. God, it's, it is tough. And especially because he was like introduced by Kenny Omega and I don't know. That's going back to your previous point. He is, it's, it is hard to tell if he's a baby face or a heel, but he's, he's the heel in this one. Um, all right. And then Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What really matters? The granddaddy oh. of them all. 
They're officially up to 100 matches on the WrestleMania <laughs> card. This is the first ever 100 match card in WrestleMania history. Um, they still haven't even they haven't even announced all the matches yet. Like all the shows are done, and there's still more matches to be announced. And, they, and that that part is not a joke. Like we had the Kurt, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins challenged the the revival to a match after Raw. And well, the dirt sheets are saying that. John Cena is scheduled for a match, but we don't know who. Yeah. Um, and every everyone's like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Cena, but then there are other dirt sheets saying it's I mean, it's gotta be Angle. Other dirt sheets saying, no, it's not gonna be Angle. So who knows? Wait, the what so why would it be Angle? That's what Angle has well, a match. I, I mean, Angle would basically squash Corbin and then Cena's like, you want a real match? That's that's what I heard through. I think I don't know cage side seats or written. What would you rather write like 60% of the time? Yeah. Here's the thing. Kurt Angle can't move. I don't want to see him wrestle two matches in one night, even if the first one's two seconds long. It is uncomfortable watching him work. Well, he he may not even fight Baron Corbin, I don't think. What do you mean? Cena somehow just takes that spot. Yeah, there is a there is a chance that Cena like Like Becky lynches it. Yeah. Attitudes adjusts him. Yeah. Yeah. But also Rey Mysterio got hurt, right? But was that legit? I think that was legit. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, can his son take his place in the match? <laughs> you mean Eddie Guerrero's son? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be... I would pay to see that. That would be fucking Chris awesome. Samoa Joe. So I mean, killed. so if you're... So let's just <laughs> say... That furthers the feud, that would be terrific. Let's just say that he is indeed hurt and he can't work at WrestleMania for the sake of argument. You're sitting backstage... You're a, you're a pencil neck geek writing the WWE script and you're sitting next to Vince McMahon and Vince says, all right, we have three options for John Cena. One is that he is that after Angle squashes Baron Corbin, he comes out and gives him his retirement match. Two, he replaces Rey Mysterio against Samoa Joe. Maybe this is the beginning of, maybe this feud, maybe they go at it again at SummerSlam or something, you know, to continue it. Three, he comes out and beats up Elias while he's singing. What are your, What is your choice? Option one, because we've already seen option three, and option two seems like it's, you know, being shotgunned. All right. Well, unfortunately, you've not been asked to return as a WWE writer for next season. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they they had a choice between me and showing. They picked showing. <laughs> anyway. That's going to be interesting to see what happens. So anyway, we're going to have a tag. We have a tag team match. They just announced the tag team match for SmackDown. It's going to be the Usos, Ricochet, and Oscar Black, The Bar, and Nakamura and Rusev. Um, this is actually an awesome group of wrestlers. Yeah. It's going to happen on the pre-show, I'm sure, and, you know, will be uh, super long. I mean, will not be super long. Um, do you want to make picks? Should we do picks, Jim? Sure. Okay, you have, to, mean, make, you have to make picks, too. Okay. This is going to be a good... Con- this is going to be a good... This is, this is going to be a good experiment to see what someone who never watches wrestling, if he gets more <laughs> picks right than us on this thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Usos versus Ricochet and Oscar Black versus The Bar versus Nakamura and Rusev. Fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Go. <sighs> I, I want to say... I'm going to... I want the Usos. There's a part of me that thinks it's going to be Ricochet and Aleister Black, but I, I, I'm going to go with the Usos. Uh, Usos, for you, what do you say, Jim? I'm going to agree because uh, the Usos just signed a new contract and it's probably part of the deal. Um, I don't watch wrestling. I just read 
all the stuff. I'm going with read the matches. <laughs> like I'm weirdo. going with Ricochet and Alistair Black just because that that'll be fun to watch them fight the Usos. Duh. Are we going to make picks on the battle royals? I say sure. Really? I mean, if you want to, I don't. Okay, the women's battle royal. <laughs> Uh, I think it's going to be... Well, don't tell us the participants. We just got to tell you who's What's her name? Who's the... <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, I, I would say like they're, giving, they're still like obsessed with Mandy Rose, right? Yeah, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is the most... That makes the most sense. Or Asuka. But I'm, I'm going to think Mandy, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, Asuka. Um, Unless they want to do a thing Naomi, where Sonya Deville They could do a her. thing where like Naomi wins... She said she never got the trophy last year. Maybe she like just take grabs the trophy and leaves with it and sort of heals off this year. Oh, that would be great. Um, with Asuka and then have a few. Or maybe Asuka. Asuka wins and then she demands the trophy since she never got her trophy last year. The big trophy feud. We haven't got. We haven't oh, she a good never. Trophy. Yeah, she never got. That would be great if she beat Asuka with the trophy afterwards and there was yeah. a feud between. Yeah, you're those not going to get the trophy either. That's my impression. Of, yeah, is that good? Um, all right. Uh, my pick is. My pick is Asuka. This feels like it, it, this is this is the makeup time. Yeah, but Vince always does that thing where whoever's standing tall ends up losing. You're right. You're right. I'm just going to go with Asuka because what, I got to pick a name. What's your pick? I already told you. Mandy Rose? I said Mandy, but I like your booking better. I like Asuka winning and and uh, Naomi going Naomi, after her. Naomi, uh, you know, breaking the trophy over her back. Jim? Surprise entrant, Vanessa Bourne. What? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The Boss and Hug Connection versus the Divas of Doom versus the Iconics versus Nia Jax and Tamina, which, how do you not have a tag team name at this point? I guess the Boss and Hug Connection is worse than not having a tag team name. Boss and Hug wins. <laughs> Boss and Hug, is, is, it the, is the Boss and Hug Connection the worst name in the history of professional wrestling? No. It's pretty I mean, bad. I, it's bad, but it's, it can't be the worst. What's worse? Can't, I mean, there've got to be Walter? some like, racist names. <laughs> Walter. Walter could be worse. Walter I, just uh, seems like they gave. Uh, fuck it, Walter. I just don't know. I just don't, I, I just don't know how it's not Goldberg? like. Why is it the boss and hug? Why is it not just like the, like boss and Bailey would be better? Bailey and the boss. That was a great Bailey 80s. and the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Who did not enjoy Bailey and the boss Bailey, fighting Bailey. crime back in the eighties on CBS? Um, <laughs> Boston, how you're going to win, Jim? What's your pick? Um, I'll go with Jimmy Snooker's uh, daughter. <laughs> That's a Jesus. terrible pick. I'm going to go with Boston Hug too. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre in a singles match. <laughs> what I hope versus what I think is going to happen. What I think is Roman goes over. What I hope happens is that uh, Drew goes over and then ends up winning the strap from either Lesnar or Seth. Because I think that having not him, tomorrow, not on Sunday night. Maybe on Monday or the Saudi show. I could see the winner somehow getting a championship shot later Sunday night and Roman Reigns, win Roman Reigns winning and uh, somehow becoming champion Sunday night. That would be so amazing. Imagine, imagine if they came down to the all ring. the goodwill they finally... Yes, yeah. that would be... Garnered. The, that would be if they just leaned into it yeah. and, and Roman Reigns and Drew came to the ring... Or he came... Or the women's match becomes a fatal four-way. I was yeah. thinking that and John Oliver comes down and hits Becky with the chair in the head and Roman Reigns pins her just for imagine, both titles. Imagine if they opened the show with Drew versus Roman Reigns. The crowd's like, all right, all right. I mean, the main, the real for show, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Or 7 o'clock, whatever. And they're just like... Not the the crowd's like, this is a good opener. Like, I'm into this. I'm happy to cheer for Roman Reigns. I love him so much. And Vince yeah. comes out and he's just like... Lower the briefcase. This is now a money in the bank ladder match. 
Oh man! But it's lowered right in front of Roman, <laughs> like, like waist high to Roman, yeah, and he just grabs it and like spears through McIntyre. Like, What's going on? And it goes into his hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Drew was that guy true though? I mean, no one would be surprised if Drew got all the Roman reign. I mean, got all the push in the world. Anyway, your no, pick is who? Dan. I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna say Roman, but. I wouldn't be so. This is a that's a real that like the AJ Norton match is a real pick toss up. up. Yeah, Jim, it's a real toss up. The real Mr. WrestleMania Roman Reigns. Uh, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns too. Number ten in reverse chronological order: Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor. Oh, the Demon Finn Balor. Oh, how goofy was that segment on Raw in Dude, a singles match for Dead tongue? Hilarious. Their this is this too, is right? yeah. This is the official. <laughs> this is the official match of like. This is the official match of like uh, of like. Everybody's wife and girlfriend will be paying attention to the screen. Um, that was, I mean, like, I just feel so bad for Finn Balor, Balor, because, like, what? Just make it a surprise that he's the demon. That tongue thing on Raw was so hard to watch. Can we have a gif of that. I, you know, I remembered the exact uh, time code. I'm bringing it up right now because it was so funny. I felt so bad for him. I was like, that. That could they have pre-taped that one. Maybe they should have pre-taped that segment. What do you and mean? They, they, they must to have Bobby pre-taped Lashley it. And uh, Leo Rush, and they're both like, they didn't realize the camera was on. They're like, "What the hell is this?" Oh, it's got to be Finn because you can't have the demon lose yet. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, it's it's you know, hopefully it's a hopefully it's a, like a three minute match. Yeah, as good as this has been going on, I mean, this has actually been a really good TV feud. Uh, the problem with like these really competent TV sure feuds, has, but sure. No, I mean it's not not like this isn't like the pinnacle of storytelling, but they've kept it going for a while and it's been interesting. And uh, yeah, I have it ready. You want to see it? Yeah, show it to me. Show it to have me right now. Have you seen it, David? Yet? Yeah, I just want to see. It. I didn't see. On the, I saw it on my team. reaction is so. This is fantastic. First off, he doesn't have demons. I don't think he just seems like a really nice hot guy who can wrestle well. He's not Jake the Snake. <laughs> this is nuts. Wait, wait, wait. It gets better. Because he starts doing the tongue again. He doesn't like he should have just froze. <laughs> and Bobby Lashley just looks kind of annoyed. He's not scared at all. This sucks. Hey, Bobby Lashley's pissed because Finn Bauer's in blackface. So listen, I have questions. Um First question is uh, <laughs> how like how many <laughs> how many interns with jewels do they have in the room to make all that that to make that smoke cloud <laughs> that enveloped him. Uh, second of all, are we doing two? Are we to understand that Finn can magically transform into the demon, or did or are we to understand that Finn edited that in post, like that he <laughs> wanted to scare him, so he did that thing? You don't give the smoke that comes up from the ground a lot of credit because it's gotten Aleister Black in the ring. It's gotten Undertaker to the ring countless times. It's turned, yeah. you know, Finn Balor into the demon. It's turned, it's turned Bray Wyatt and his sister Abigail. For the last, for the that last, smoke is magical. For the last five years of his career, the Undertaker, that, that, all that smoke was covering up the fact that the Undertaker had like a skateboard underneath his feet <laughs> and was being pulled to the ring by a guy with a rope. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, um, the smoke, yeah, this Segway. smoke gets a lot of credit. Do you think, Jim, do you think watching that, mm-hmm. do you think that, Al- do you think that, that Finn Balor is magical or that he was, that, that he knows how to use editing His software? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess he's supposed to be magical, but what the hell, man? Also, is this, do you, uh, 
You know what the weird? You know what's weird? What did Etienne think? Did you watch that with him or no? No, he I'd didn't like watch to that. See we're going to do. We're going to do the deep dive on. Uh, so even as a kid, you're like, come on. Here, here, you know what I'm focusing on. This is really unfortunate, but I wonder if they just like if this is the gimmick now. Like if they if this is the first time Vince, you know, the first time they like. They, they, I wonder if this is the face paint that he's going to have from now on. It's a small thing, but it's like, did they just workshop all the face paints? Like, this is what the demon looks like. This is the final look. Do the tongue. Keep on the Rasta wig. Did he used to do the tongue, or didn't the face paint have the tongue? Down the his face chest? paint had the tongue. So if they didn't have those red around the eyes, things. it would be a real problematic look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean it's it's a big Rasta wig. wig. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Vince loves it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Wag your tongue <laughs> more. Um, the the yeah, that's uh, come on. Whatever, man. Do what they tell you to do. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be okay. I hope. I hope. Anyway. I so. What's your pick? Bobby versus Finn. Finn. It's got to be Finn. It's got to be Finn. I hope Bobby kills him. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> you got to start making Jim pick first before we even talk about the match. He's, he's getting too much Jim inside just information. just wants the whole weekend to be ruined for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think he would be happy yeah. about that. Burn It'd it down. Awesome. Um, Some, Samoa Joe. The whole time. Can we even pay? Are they taking bets on Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio at this point? I don't know what website has that. I think Joe will win if Rey Mysterio. If Rey Mysterio is there, yeah. I actually love the idea of Joe versus Dominic, and then Ray comes in to save him, and he beats up both of them. I mean, that's a great heel moment because they're gonna have so many like feel good moments on the show. Have Joe beat the shit out of Ray and Dominic. You think Undertaker is gonna make an appearance? I don't know. I think this. I think he's 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 sub in for Ray. I don't think they need him. They don't. But I mean, was last time when he left his hat or his gloves or something there? He's been real Mark Calloway on social media lately. He's been like advertising nutritional shakes (laughs) and stuff. Uh, well, he'd do cameo, like he'll wish you a happy birthday on like Instagram or yet. whatever. Big E, Big E, do saw that. Yeah. How much do you have to pay for that? It was like a hundred bucks for Big E or something. Yeah. Maybe more. I think Hard um, Rock Nick, it's the same amount. Which, wait, can I ask you just a sidebar question? Triple H versus Batista. Who is the baby face in that match? Batista will be the baby face on Sunday. Triple that H was is the best working, promo I've seen all year. Triple H is working baby face. He's working baby face, but like 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 all like WWE does, they totally fuck it up and have like Batista, they think you're going to make him this massive heel. And then I, that promo was the best thing that I've seen. I don't know. It's the best heel promo I've seen since like Daniel Bryan first started becoming heel. Mm-hmm. But that that promo was so awesome. It was a babyface promo. It was good. It was, you want to play a clip of that, Jim? Um, I just like putting you on the spot. Um, no, but I found all the cameo prices, by the way, and they're <laughs> very entertaining. I'm we'll go over those in a minute. Here, here's a, here's a question: Is it possible that that no heels win at WrestleMania? This could it's be possible. I know I, that they can't they can't talk about it because like they don't really acknowledge heel and face and they never have, but like this could be a this could be the first ever like babyface sweep of WrestleMania. There there's no look, there's no way that Triple H isn't gonna win, but I mean, if you really want heel heat on Triple H, have him lose against Batista and then just come back a month later and do like he's the only guy who could come back out of retirement and it's like, well, it didn't mean anything. It's like, well, that character it wouldn't mean anything. Yeah. He's the boss. Totally do whatever true. Want. All right, we got to keep moving here. Uh, we'll skip Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, you, who, if you, who do you think? 
is I, going to win this match. If your your options are only Braun. Yeah. By the way, those... so your your options for winning this are like Braun. Uh, well, I mean, who who else is in this match? It's it's basically. Wait, what were you gonna say, Jim? I was gonna say, did you see Braun kill um that guy who looked just like Doug Benson on a uh, on oh Monday? God. He looked exactly oh like gosh, Doug Benson, really, the comedian. It was, was like really Doug weird. Benson, Odell Beckham. It's so funny when you saw them talking. <laughs> they both when he, well, Odell Beckham when himself go. When you yep. saw them talking backstage, it was like the one guy is a writer and one guy is a is is clearly an indie wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it turned out they were both indie wrestlers or whatever that is. Um, so anyway, if you have to pick, who, who do you think is going to win the battle royal? Would you say Braun Strowman or Colin Jost slash? If I gave Michael you che. Jost and Michael Che as like a as a as a double bet, either one of them. Or I have a surprising them. pick, but I th- I I think that um, Braun doesn't need it. He could win. The only reason I would say uh, I don't think it's going to be Che. The only reason I would say that it would be Colin is, but Colin's got like that that golf shape. Like, can Colin actually? Can are they afraid of either of these guys going over the top rope? That's my question. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but I think Otis is going to win. Really? Yeah. Wow, I could see that. I mean, I could see that line of thought. I just think I that mean, Otis versus Braun. I think people would get behind Otis. Um, <sighs> wow, and it's somehow. No, I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I can see that line of thought. I just think there's only one. There's only one storyline going into this match. You know, I mean, there's a lot of like little supplemental ones. Yeah, but, but... remember when Mojo Raleigh won that one year? I mean, and then Gronk just showed up. Oh, what if Gronk? That's won exactly this year? what I that was about happen. to say. What yeah. if it's Gronk? Could be. Jim, what's your pick? I mean, I liked Braun, but ne- once we started talking about Gronk, I could see that happening. Surprise entrant. Yeah, they don't have any big celebrities, right? Big Show could come back and win it, too. What if Cena won? That'd be Pritchard. so great. Yes, yeah, Cena. Undertaker. Undertaker Kane. wins. I mean, this feels to me like I, I don't. I kind of like your Otis pick. I was gonna. I wasn't gonna go with him, but this does feel a little bit like Strowman, Che, and Joe sort of take care of their shit, and then someone else is there to yeah, pick up like, the win. He like chases them out or something. Yeah, this could be like Ali. I am curious about them going over the top rope, though. As Dan said, I can't see them doing that. It's not going to be Ali. They're gonna. Um, they're gonna save Ali. Ali's win for something else. There's just gonna be too many babyface like underdog wins. The thing that Dan Soder pointed out last weekend, which is really sort of mind-boggling, is that Michael Che and Colin Jost are doing SNL the night before. So it's like it's not yeah. like it's not like they're spending the weekend learning how to bump. No. Although Che's a big wrestling fan, I could see Che. No, I know, and that's why this, that that was my theory all along that like Colin Jost is getting this look as like the baby face, but like Che was going to come in and be like the end up being the hero because he's the wrestling fan. Yeah, but I, I just, you know, Collins been doing a great job being he- playing heel. Yeah, here, here is the here is the glorious list of winners of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. It really makes can you no name sense. all? Can you name all of them? I think I can. Cesaro. Oh that was twenty fourteen New Orleans. Big yeah. Show. Yes, Santa Clara. Um, Mojo Raleigh. Ooh, you missed one. Okay, uh, Baron Corbin. Yes, Mojo Raleigh. Yes, and oh, there's two more. No, there's only one more. You got oh, it right. Matt Hardy. Yeah. You got it. Wow. It's amazing. Are you proud of yourself? 
No. <laughs> You're really sad. I'm actually depressed that I was able to rattle them off that easily. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick Strowman. I don't, I don't feel that good about it. I don't feel that good about any of this. Okay, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. <laughs> in a, Thanks, Dave, for getting us pumped up for WrestleMania. We're spending way too much time talking about right. junk. AJ true. Styles versus Randy Orton in a singles match. Jim, what's your pick? AJ. Randy. I don't Ooh. like Randy. Uh, I don't like Randy either. Randy Orton is... I have liked him this the last my, month. Randy Orton, for all the talk, for for as many times as all of us have said, I don't like Randy Orton. I've I have spent more time. I I, I have said Rand, Randy Orton is working at the top of his game right now more than I have. I think any other wrestler over the course of his career. There have been like four times where I'm just like, this is Randy Orton is amazing because he's. I mean, you know, he's got, he's a little bit up and down, but he's been great in this few Apex Viper. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the KO show on Tuesday night. I still think they need to figure out like I'm not into wrestlers like sitting in office chairs separated by a table in the ring. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe they should have like the bouncy balls that uh like a yoga ball that like you sit yoga on ball. in the office. Yeah. That would that would be fantastic. What's wrong with just standing up? Just standing up. Yeah, I mean the the, the seat thing is always bizarre. Speaking of which, I can break should I break some news on the podcast? Speaking of standing in the middle of the ring, do it. The one thing we didn't talk about for the weekend is the Hall of Fame ceremony. We can touch on that a little bit. Are you being inducted? I am. I am going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Congrats to my buddy Sean Waltman. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a the regular wing. There's the celebrity wing, and then there's the uh, then there's the pencil neck geek wing. And that's you're (laughs) you're part of that. Meltzer's Um, won it uh, thirty times in a row, but now you're finally (laughs) earned. Um, no, they're holding Meltzer out just so people will complain. They're just trying to get that get that macho <laughs> man people, heat I mean, on Meltzer. Yeah. <laughs> Meltzer uh, and mustache. No, I'm not going to go in. So they've talked about how it's going to be different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they say it's going to be quicker. This is the breaking news. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen in the middle of the ring. It's going to be like the. Uh, it's going to be like one of these things. They're going to like set it up like red carpet to the ring. Like everybody's oh, got awesome. a really oh, hard. Fun. Everybody's got a really hard like in, intro outro. Not everybody's going to have a intro an, an inductor. Um, and the whole thing's going to be like relatively short. I love it. Like how much time each? Less than four hours. Yes, I, it's like two and a half hours tops. Is going to be the, the, the whole, maximum. The time. whole. Thing. They're definitely going to need to bring the smoke out for Bruce the Barber. The, yeah, they're definitely going to need to bring the smoke out again. The smoke for Bruce machine. The yeah, just to make it look like it's not awkward when it comes to the ring. <laughs> oh man, Bruce the Barber is quite an inductee. Yeah. Uh, who else is going to the Hall of Fame? Your buddy Sean Waltman. Degeneration X! Honky Tonk Man. I love the Honky Tonk Man. Tori Wilson. He, the Honky Tonk Man is as 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 time has gone by, I decide I've decided Honky Tonk Man is the most deserving inductee of this entire class. I love Harlem Heat. I'm excited they're going in. Um, yeah, um Harlem someone Heat. who worked for the WB is getting the Warrior Award. Yeah, apparently she's incredibly deserving. Yes. I just hope Hunter doesn't try to do comedy for five minutes. That's my big hope for this. By the way, I pitched to Shoemaker here for WrestleMania weekend that we paint our faces like the Ultimate Warrior for Friday. Said, I think you said the Legion of Doom. That too. That was my second option. But yeah. And then keep it all weekend and just be at all these events with the same Ultimate I Warrior. I had a makeup. friend of mine good. dyed his hair orange <laughs> like Becky Lynch for this? For Mania on Sunday. Does I'll he have long hair? Yes. Is it a he or a she? It's a he. This is amazing. They should just hand out orange wigs. 
Wouldn't that be <laughs> He'll great? be so pissed mm-hmm. if they do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if everybody around me is like, guys, guys, I dyed my hair guys, too. Guys, five like, no, bucks at Halloween Adventure <laughs> Shop. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I'm going to get an orange wig. It's going to be the best look of my life. Heart Foundation's going in also. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Good for them, though. Good for them. Where Where do we leave off? Shane McMahon, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Did we all pick? You pick. You guys, you pick. I picked AJ. I'm going to pick Orton too. uh, Unless I'm going to go with my all baby faces thing. I take it back. Randy Orton got over on Tuesday night. AJ is going to go over at WrestleMania. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Falls count anywheres. Shane McMahon. Um, Jim? No, I'll go with The Miz. I think The Miz is going to win. I think the falls count anywhere is clearly a setup for a crazy spot. And I think the Miz is gonna. You know the Miz like His dad comes every out time we have something. a big match. The Miz does something just totally wild. The Miz will do like the top rope springboard, right. but it'll be just like like a forearm. Yeah, I think the Miz is gonna take over the mantle of doing nutty things at WrestleMania. What they've got to do is they've got to just. It's got to be throughout the night. It's gonna be the second match, and we just keep cutting back to it. Harker Tata, and, and they're around. All these New York City monuments, like they get in cars and then they're oh, yeah. know, yeah. fighting at, at, the at MoMA. Um, <laughs> what would be the best New York City landmark? an installation. Ground Zero. M&M store. Oh, it, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jim, you've famous. taken my role on this <laughs> I mean, podcast. I, I, it's a famous spot. I don't know. Um, the top of the Statue of Liberty. It would be great if they did that. And even though... 30 Rock. And then, like, at the, and then at the end, they, like, they were like, they get back, they start fighting their way onto the subway to come back with like an hour and a half to go before the end of the show, but somehow the subway gets stuck and they, they just don't make it back. Yeah. There's just no end of the one match. one of them doesn't have enough money on their card. Yeah. Then they, yeah, they start fighting and a subway dance troupe starts like dancing around them. I, I Look, I've what I've wanted from this angle since the beginning is for Miz's dad to turn heel on the Miz. And I don't think we're going to get <laughs> That'd be that. Awesome. I really wanted that to be the angle. Um, I don't think that's going to happen with this stipulation. I still hope for it that somehow. Could you see Vince getting involved with Mrs. Dad somehow? I don't think. I think Shane he thinks this, this is beneath him. I can't see <laughs> Vince's too. dad. I can't see Vince McMahon and Mrs. Dad in the same room that's at the same great. time. I ever. think you're right. Um, I've, I think they. Well, you're probably right. Uh, I think Vince makes so a hard your beeline. You're, 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 you pick the Miz. I mean, you pick you pick Shane, Dan, Jim. You pick the Miz. I'm yeah. on the Miz. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. That's the, uh, Angle, Angle, Corbin, baby. You're man. <laughs> what, if you get if you do better than us, it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> Triple H versus Batista. Triple H, but it's, there's going to be a lot of crazy stuff that happens. Yeah, it's Rick Flair, is Ric Flair going to get involved? Just, of course, maybe. I just don't like when only one person's career is on the line, especially you know, when neither of them are wrestlers anymore. It's really Lesnar too. I hate yeah. it when they do that. Yeah, it's, well, it's it's interesting when somebody has something to lose, like the streak versus the career. But it it sucks when it's just like one guy's career is over. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares. Um, especially when neither of them wrestle anymore. But if we only got uh, what if they wrestle? What if the stipulation was like the winner gets to, to be in Guardian of the Guardians of the Galaxy three? Oh, that'd be funny. Has to direct it. <laughs> <laughs> they already have a director. Yeah, I was going to say, what if the uh, the loser has to start wrestling full time again, Mondays and Tuesday nights? Oh, just every Monday like, would be great for like two years. That's part of it. Do, do you think there's any <laughs> way that Chris Pratt or somebody from Guardians comes in and starts like beating on Ric Flair? <laughs> that'd be funny. And who would who would be cheered more? <laughs> what would be, be the best funny. move? What would the reaction be if Rick Flair was, comes in? What if Rick Flair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if? 
What if Ric Flair gets into a backstage fight with a clear with a, with Rocket Raccoon? Just like it's it's just it's <laughs> really it's like and not even thing. good CGI. It's like kind it's like okay CGI. <laughs> or it's a guy but in a, still in the costume r- lifelike than Ric Flair. Yeah. They, they put Sin Ca- <laughs> they put Sin Cara in the raccoon costume. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. Um, we should be writing for this fucking. Place. I know. Yeah, it would be funny if Chris Pratt did that. I don't. I don't know if that's the right look for him. Who else is in those I mean, movies? David Schwarzenegger. You know, it, I, I can't see it. Like, I feel like you'd love to do something like this. Yeah, maybe so. But I don't know. Beating up like a seventy-something-year-old man is is like a good look for anybody. It would need to be another old person, like when somebody's wife comes to the ring to protect him from like the other person's valet. Oh, I'm not sure who. Well, what's his name? The guy who was. Uh, in Guardians, who spoiler or dies, um, who's the bounty hunter? Oh yeah, but I don't think people know him. Michael uh, Michael Rooker Rooker. I don't think people know him well enough. No, they know him as like the guy from The Walking Dead season one or whatever. The um, Triple H is a winner, right? Yeah, Jim. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Jim has an element. <laughs> I don't like it. It's a good thing we're going on Wikipedia order here because they put Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese <laughs> in here. the main event. Yeah, Buddy Murphy's going to win. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows who Tony Nese is. Yeah. This is going to be one so. of the this, this is going to be a thing where like everybody shows up at the arena and they're just like, "Wait, when's the cruiserweight match?" Or they kind of looking through the card. No, no, it like, happened 2 hours ago. Yeah, it happened 2 hours ago. <laughs> Buddy like Buddy Murphy won, but it's but the whole thing is going to be like some WWE employee is going to just put on street clothes and walk up to the first person who walks in. They're just like, yeah, you just missed the cruiserweight match. <laughs> Buddy Murphy, the, the match is never going to happen. It's just going to be totally word of mouth. Like, yeah, Buddy Murphy won. He looked, he looked good. It was, like, it was actually really, like, it was like three and a half stars. And then we're all just going to tell each other that in this giant game of telephone over the course of the night. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. Jim... You have to go first. So we I, don't... Think, I think Brock's going to win. I think Brock's going to win, and I also... Hitting Brock in the balls twice is not a babyface move. Wait, what was that? I mean, Taker did it. Um, yeah. But that that's a different... Uh, for some reason, that felt different because he ended the streak or something. So I think that the gimmick, right, is that Seth Rollins has learned from everyone who has fought Brock Lesnar. Kick him in the balls, throw him against a ring post, and then have someone else cash in money in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it'll be really interesting. I think Seth Rollins is going to win. Well, I think Brock Lesnar's going to win. Damn it! I think you're probably right. If oh, you already made your pick. If there's any heel that wins in the in these three main events, it's got to be Brock, huh? Absolutely. Unless they want to bo- have Charlotte win. Those crotch shots were heelish. It was weird that he just started with them too. It wasn't like out of desperation. Like Brock was walking. Hitting somebody out. in the balls is okay now. That's what they're teaching the kids. This is 2019. We're beyond the the heel stigma of crotch shots. I was thinking that that is what they're teaching kids, that this is okay. When I first saw it earlier today, I watched it and I'm like, wow. So kids are just going to do this in school tomorrow? Crazy. All by a curb stomp. (laughs) No one's doing anything bad at school. All right. Yeah, don't do it. Kids Kids don't have the freedom to do this at school anymore. Kids don't fight anymore. I mean, I'm sure they do somewhere. They're just vaping. Huh? They're just vaping. they vape and write things on the internet, which could be worse. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically the same. Um, so you, I'm going to go with Lesnar too. Then fuck all this. We're all on Lesnar. Yeah, I feel like Rollins. I'm picking Lesnar, but I'm feeling Rollins. Unless Daniel Cormier gets involved, which he's hinted that he really? may be involved. Kane which Velasquez. just kind of puts up over the UFC, but 
What about Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins does what we always wanted Roman to do and, and teams up with Paul Heyman. I was thinking that too because Heyman said next week I'm still going to be saying this, but obviously he's referring to Brock. Yeah. He could be have been hinting. Trying he's to figure out a way Rollins for this to happen. Next week. Well, yeah. That could be fun. Make Rollins like a super heel champ again. I think Rollins is way better as a heel. I like that booking. Yeah. He is great. You know Rollins and Becky Lynch are like dating in real life now? Sure. Are they? No. Yes. Don't, I thought he's got no. a girlfriend. I didn't know they were dating. No. The, well, this seems to, I don't know if this is a, fi- there's a, any official announcement, but they're in like every social media picture together. They're like, and not in like cities where they're wrestling. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. Perez I could, I guess I could be wrong. I just, I'm just reading, I read Reddit occasionally and that's the and impression that's that say? I got. Well, if that's you want to go for the truth, go to Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Very true. That's what I always say. <laughs> I think it would be great if the show ended with them like, celebrating together and then making out and everybody booing just like oh no like like Edge and Lita the bed comes out nice (laughs) the bed comes out (laughs) comes down from the top the smoke comes up and the bed's there (laughs) McMahon is like Mm -hmm. lower the bed do it yeah Um, on the ring (laughs) (laughs) all right we got two more matches we're we're getting punchy in here guys all right uh, Daniel Bryan Your champ, your your WWE champion and Planet champion, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Jim, who you got? Um, I think <sighs> Kofi Kingston. I think uh, somehow Bray Wyatt's going to get involved in this and maybe like light that wooden belt on fire or something, and then uh, Kofi Kingston wins. Why do you think Bray Wyatt's involved in this one? I don't know. Because he stole Eric Rowan? Because he was somehow involved in that. Yeah, he needs to do something because I like Bray Wyatt ever since we did that uh, rewatchables. I was watching that old one. I think he's just so wasted. I want him to do something. And uh, him burning the... Uh, who is not in... Be great. Who is not booked? Kevin who, Owens. Kevin that's Owens. what I was going to say. Sami Kevin Zane. Owens. Uh, is Sami Zayn healthy? I don't know. Bray Wyatt. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, by the way, did we talk about this? Tweeted out just... Or, or tweeted... A pic, or no, no, the, the El Generico account just tweeted something, like came back to life last week. Really? And just like tweeted the nothing, but it was like, oh, oh, Sami Zayn's gearing up for a comeback. Is El Generico coming? At El Generico is uh, suddenly alive again. Anyway, Sami Zayn, not that they're the same person, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, John Cena, Bray Wyatt, Undertaker, Kane. Wouldn't it be great if they all, if they did, if like in the middle of just one random match, lights went out and it was Bray Wyatt and everybody's like, oh God, this again or whatever. But you know, you'd be hyped because it's an interesting thing. And then like the lights went out again and it was like Kevin Owens and then the lights went out again and it was Sami Zayn and the lights went out again and it was like John Cena. Then the lights out again is John Stewart. <laughs> and then at the end, it's David Roman Arquette. Reigns. This it's is the return, Reigns. the return of David Arquette to the <laughs> pro wrestling yeah. world. Reigns wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that it's would be gotta fantastic. be god please god make a kofi <laughs> that's my pick and i think he's gonna win and i mean that's just such a great wrestlemania moment People- did you see this thing that jim sent me though by the way where I, if we want to do conspiracy theories i think it was in that email about uh the contract i got it as i was coming here huh i got the email from jim apparently according to according to pro wrestling sheets twitter account oh shit the contract was this a joke? Oh, that's Shit. right. I saw that. Was this real? That the contract that he that he signed actually said that uh, the match was March tenth. The match was Sunday, March tenth, twenty nineteen. That the, in the contract that he that he signed on on Tuesday night. Which that, that'll set it up for a rematch where Kofi win, wins again. It's Vince McMahon. This is the first time. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen a contract, but it's the first time it's, it's been like that prop. clear. 
Do you think it's on purpose? Do you think they're that tight a ship or it's just a little I think they fucked mistake. up. But it could be a mistake they turned when was the last, what, When has there ever been a zoom in on a contract like that, though? Well, I think that's just zoomed in on somebody's TV. Even. No, we look at the USA Chiron is like right here. Uh, that yeah. was the yeah, shot. Can you say the date, really? Can you really yeah, say you Yes, can. it's very clear. Huh. This is storyline. This is some Westworld shit. This is great. Mm. The next thing we know, they're going to be like telling us to read Kurt Vonnegut novels. <laughs> <laughs> That's a storyline? It would be great if it... I mean, they did have Daniel Bryan reading the contract over and over again. As they cut to a commercial break, like him and Eric Rowan were inspecting it. The other storyline I would God, like to would see... that would suck, though. But yeah, it would I don't be... like that too much. I'd like to see the New Day turn on him. I want to see Biggie turn on him eventually, yeah, but I think you that need might to, be fun. You, he needs to be a legit champion. He needs to for be that like to celebrating. I think it, that's the next feud after we're going to get a rematch clause. I mean, that's going to get Brian his rematch clause, but I don't think they're going to strip Kofi of the title. Maybe that's the angle. Hmm. Yeah, I think Kofi wins. I just think Kofi straight up wins. They can use the contract later on as part of the storyline, but, but Kofi's got this. All right. Last match of the night. The main event. Do you think this is going to run last? I know it's the main event. No, they've, they've announced it. They've they announced it as the main event, but there's they no, said there's it's no, close they can't. The show? There's been other times where the main event has not closed the show. Right. They can't do that here. You sure? This I'm is 100% Vince McMahon. sure. Vince McMahon. 100% sure. Okay. I mean, we're going to be fucking exhausted by the time this match goes on. I guess we'll get to really test how over Becky Lynch is. Becky Lynch, Ronda versus Charlotte Flair. Oh, sorry. Becky Lynch versus SmackDown champ Charlotte Flair versus Raw champ Ronda Rousey in a winner-take-all triple threat match for both the WWE Raw Women's Championship and WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. It's going to be a big one. Someone's going to be double champ, guys. Jim is rolling his eyes. He hates women in sports. (laughs) That's not true. What do you got, Jim? Who's your pick? I would like to see Vince somehow get Roman Reigns to win this, <laughs> but I would also like to see Charlotte Flair walk out. Well, it's definitely not going to be James Ellsworth. <laughs> I promise you that. I, God, man, I think Becky's going to win. I hope Becky wins. They could, but I could easily see them giving it to Charlotte. Um, Becky's it's not going to be Becky's Ronda. 100% going to win. Wow, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I'm only 60% sure so. Becky's going to win. I, I'm less sure about Kofi just because of the storyline, and but this is the last match. They can't be that wrong about it. The only it. thing is they, they're going to love to have Becky on the Today Show the next day. You know, that that's like a good look for them. Yeah, no, that's, it's huge. Becky Lynch is their biggest star. She's going to win at WrestleMania. We talked to ourselves. People were talking ourselves in circles out of Daniel Bryan winning it five years ago. That Becky Lynch is going to win. Yeah. And then Sheamus comes out to celebrate with her and gives her the big boot. Takes the title with his money in the bank. It would also, be awesome. <laughs> like Kofi and Becky doing WrestleMania press the next day would be terrific. Here's what here's what's gonna here, here's how I would book this. Becky went well. If you want to overbook it, I think Becky just wins. Becky wins. Show closes with her celebrating. Forget the other two. If you want to book it, here's what happens. She wins. Charlotte grudgingly embraces her. Ronda Rousey. Okay, we main event WrestleMania. They do like the Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels like three way like celebration hug at the top of the ramp, and then. Shayna Baszler and the other two horsewomen come out and beat the um, shit out of them on, with that's Ronda a Rousey. Raw thing. That's that, not no, like no, that. that's happening. That's happening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Becky Lynch deserves to celebrate as we go off the air. That's the end. Yeah, that'll be it. And we deserve to go uh, in this podcast and go celebrate WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. 
Um, is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh, you can see me at the DC Draft House Friday and Saturday, uh, seven o'clock, and I think nine thirty shows. And uh, check out my podcast, Total F and Marks. Look for us this weekend. Jim and I be hanging around at NXT, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, WrestleMania, uh, Raw after WrestleMania, and um, Wednesday morning at the Monster Factory. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We're gonna Is that yeah. Something? Um, yeah, that's really we'll be lying. In, we'll be lying in the gutter outside the Barclays Center for SmackDown. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be really awesome. Just keep an eye out for us. Jim will be the one wearing Ultimate Warrior face paint, and I'll be the one standing ten feet away from him, pretending I don't know him. Dan uh, will be in DC, um, which is sort of sad. But I'll anyway, be in your heart. yeah, well, you always are. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy WrestleMania. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. Apologies, maybe for the last time ever, to Dean Ambrose. We'll see you back here next week, humanoids. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Mass Man Show. 